Hello and welcome to this week's BWB Extra, where we get to know master business coach and author Dominic Monkhouse a little better. So let's wind the clock back, eh? How did you end up doing what you're doing? We'd sold the company and I thought I would do something else other than have a proper job for a while. How old were you? 47. 47. Good, you're looking pretty good. Midlife crisis. It's the peak of unhappiness in men. We're the bottom of the U, the, the pit of despair. What's your parents the peak are of dying. unhappiness in women, do we know? It's 47. 47, same. What's your long-term goal? Uh, keep working until I die. Nice. I have no desire to retire. I've spoken on the podcast to a number of people who are in the 80s and they say, Dom, don't retire. And one of the guys said, look, I don't talk to anyone that's, that I used to have a, be friends because he said they retire and then they just talk about what they used to do. Oh, it's a, my dad's still working at 80 and he go, if we go to a wedding or something, he ends up, and my mum, they end up coming to sit at our table. And I'm like, he's like, oh, I just need to talk to your friends. Because you imagine sitting with eight-year-olds. My mum's like, everyone's dying. So everyone's like, oh, my leg hurts and my back hurts. And all they've got is golf. You know, you've got my dad still working like a fucking bastard going, well, this golf. is what's going on. Here. Yeah. Shoot me. Shoot me if I pick up a golf club. What's the most misunderstood thing about your job? My wife constantly says <laughs> to me, wife. my wife says to me, she's not the most misunderstood, but she does say to me all the time, I don't know what you're fucking whinging about. All you do is stand there and talk to people all day. You don't even have a proper job. <laughs> I think it's so, fair play. So that's your warm inside sitting down, talking, rubbing your ego. It's pretty good. Yeah. And she said, look what I've been doing. I've done this and this and it's this and this and the kids. It's good that she respects what you do though. Oh yeah, totally. There's a lot of respect in our house. <laughs> What's the biggest problem facing your industry? Oh, I mean, often I say coach and people go, life coach. And it's like, oh God, no. <laughs> totally different. Life coach is annoying. Team alignment specialists, you know, team, a lot of the stuff you do, I've got clients from Australia who, it comes out of sport, team alignment, yeah. you know, high performing team concepts and stuff. Because that you touched on that, that's kind of your area a little bit. A bit, but it's, I think they're specialists and I'm a, Generalists. I coach the CEO and their team. No company can outperform its leadership team. And that's what I do. And so when people say, well, what do you do? I go, well, what's your problem? Yeah, yeah. Let's start there. Let's not start talking about a tool. Like, I've got a spanner. Like, why is your car broken? Like, you brought it into the mechanic. You don't go, show us your toolbox. Yeah, yeah, Have you yeah. got, I do I like your spanners? Oh, snap on. All right, I'll let you work on my car. It's not, <laughs> no, it's like, your car's broken. I'm a mechanic. You think you can trust me? I'll fix your car for you. And then they tell you, I hate my CTO. And you kick him in the bollocks and go for a smoke cigar on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Job done. <laughs> what are you doing about climate change? Doing anything? What are you doing? Yeah, we are carbon neutral. Yeah. Do you know what to tell companies to do about it? You could have quite an influence in trying to help that help them get their head around this nightmare. One of our clients is also the chairman of a company called Ecology. Oh yeah, really? The tree people. Yeah. So they make it really easy. Are they lying though? Because we, were, me and my friend, were like, it's the perfect business. It's a website <laughs> with pictures Are of trees lying? on it. It's genius. And then I looked up this guy, and he had a web business before this, and he built websites as his previous career. So you just think he's built a nice website? No, I, I, we, 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 we like you. Them. We have it on our website, but I was laughing with another partner. I mean, what a brilliant business. Who the fuck is going to check a tree? Go to Madagascar and let's look at the trees. Yeah, who's doing it? And even if you did them once, you could take the set, you could take people to the yes, same place. They're not going to know it's the same 
the tree. Walk them round five times, they'll get confused Where, a lot. Wherever they are, they just bribe the farmer to say, yeah, 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 they're trees. Yeah, it's yeah, perfect. trees. It's perfect. You could compete on cost, couldn't you? It could be the cheapest non-tree planter on the internet. If you know him, I'd love to discuss it. He could, he'd be very welcome on the podcast, but I'd just love to discuss the, you know, how do you, you know, I mean, maybe I'm trying to sell auditing because basically that's what you need. You need auditors. You need a, but you're talking internationally. I, I like it because it's like, instead of having to do a carbon order and it's complicated, oh, it's just like, how many employees have you got? Do they fly much or not? Okay, some do, some don't. How many pay here? Put your credit yeah, card yeah, details yeah, yeah. done. And so because we see, when clients work with us, they're down with us in the farm in the new forest. So we go, how many clients are coming this year? Make some estimation of that and offset their journeys to us as well. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Business Without Bullshit is brought to you by Ori Clark, straight-talking financial and legal advice since 1935. You can find us at oriclark.com. What are you most excited about for your business? Is there a recession coming? They're always exciting. We've been in a recession for like 60, 70 years. Britain basically has moments of glimmering hope, but generally we've been down the toilet. I like it's uncertain. And I remember I rang, I rang Jack Stack and got him on the podcast as COVID happened. And he said, he wrote a great book called Great Game of Business. And he said, Dom, I love a black swan event. We've had seven. We double the company every time. We've got half a million dollars in the bank. Bring it on. And I have the same view. Some of our clients will struggle. Some of them won't. Some new people will ring me up and go, can you help us? It'll just be interesting. Yeah, as long as we're moving forwards and not like cascading into the abyss, that might be a little bit... (laughs) Oh, does anyone want to buy my technology? Oh, oh dying, you know. It's fine if everybody's roped together. Oh, that, that <laughs> stops all, us. We'll all go. What, one of us, I mean, one of us needs like, to hang on. in the abyss. And then we'll be all yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Climb up. And what's your biggest fuck up? I'm not very good at writing down a plan. And I do remember probably over-promising and under-delivering. Is that just the once, Dominic? Oh, no, I've done that loads of times. But uh, in particular, the CEO of a company I was working for rang me up and said, you are a four out of 10. And he's like, oh. He said, so I'm going to come and spend a week with you, see what you do, because you don't write anything down. At the end of the week, he said, you're a seven and a half. So I've got to keep my job. I have to say, it doesn't mean I write anything down. Seven and a half doesn't fit. I wouldn't be happy with that. I'd be like, come on. Well, I thought I was getting fired. So seven and a half was keep your job. Yeah, yeah, seven and a half's fine. Would you lose sleep if you didn't get an A in a test? No, because I'm dyslexic. So like you, at a very young age, I was always failing stuff. What, what do I have to do? What do I have to do yeah. to not get detention? You end, up, you end up running the tuck shop, as I did, you know, because you can't... You've got, the pie you've, cupboard. Yeah, because you, you get on with everyone really well, but when it comes to class, it's like 50% of the classes, you're just like, what the fuck is going well, on? Well, and then free sweets for you. Yeah, free sweets for me. Recommendations on what to read, what to watch, what to listen to, anything you like. Peter Rattier has a podcast called The Drive. He, a competitive cyclist swimmer, had a heart murmur or something in his 30s and realised that he might die. So he now has a thing called the Centenarian Olympics. So it's like how to live to 100. So his whole thing is about getting healthy to live as long as possible. So that's that's good. I enjoy that. That's sort of non-work thing. The book that probably had the, or had the biggest impact on me. It was a book called The Rockefeller Habits by a guy called Vern Harnish. The audiobook I assume you're talking about here. No, the audiobooks. Did you actually read it? I did. Is it a particularly big book? No, not really. It's about the size of your notebook, right? So, but it's, it's a whole load of things that you have to do to build a great company. And so as the MD at Rackspace, I looked and went, I need an operating manual for this company. 
Yeah. And so that was the book that gave me the operating manual. And they're the tools that I now sort of underpin the coaching that I do with clients. So I spent 20 years using them and eight years coaching them. Step one, find Barry. Step two, fire Barry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there's a couple of other books, which I really like. There's a book called The Value Profit Chain, uh, which is profitability is not where you start. You can't, get ho- you can't get profitability unless you have happy customers. Those happy customers have to be looked after by happy staff. So that had a massive impact yeah, on yeah on my business career. And then Net Promoter Score, Fred Reichelt. Yeah, you like the Net Promoter Score? I do. Fred's a lovely bloke. Had him on the podcast. He's great. I find it all a bit like Net Promoter Score was to complicate or something. I don't know. It's all like, you know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but people bullshit their numbers so much too because people are like, oh, I've got a 9.8. You said that's impossible. You couldn't have possibly more than I a 7.1. I just find it really, I'm going to admit something that I probably shouldn't admit. I find it really hard to read business advice books. Buy one that's a bit like a manual. I, I think there's a lot of them, which is one clever idea and there's a book written around it. When I was jogging, when I was young in my antelope, you know, it's like fucking chapter four. They finally tell you what Be it is. Be the antelope you want to see in yourself. <laughs> exactly. So that was this week's episode of BWB Extra. And we'll be back tomorrow with our finale for the week, the business or bullshit quiz. Stay tuned.